and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Damien bring you spoiler-free recaps. Yes, Yes. that's right, recaps. Sure, recommendations, maybe, for whatever we've read this week. Amy, what do we read? We read Winning the Wallflower by Eloisa James, which is, seems to be the theme of the month at the moment. Another novella. It's just the novella time of year, I think. (laughs) If you, like us, are very busy right now, sometimes you need a novella in your life. It's true. But that having been said, I actually just have gotten to a novella binge because I am busy, but I'm also reading a lot of full-length books at the same time. And just like putting the novellas in in little bits where I'm like, oh, I could go a novella. Yeah. Like, so I feel like they're a nice little like excursion. They're yeah. Afraid. So I, yeah, I would say I'm not. They're not a last resort. I'm not there because I can't possibly. I don't have time to read anything else. I'm actually really enjoying like the little foray into mm. bite sized. Awesome. Version. So on that note, are you going to tell us what this this story I is would about? Love and, to. and then we'll find out whether you enjoyed this novella. novella. Oh my gosh. Winning the Wallflower. Is set in Regency England. Yay, thanks, Amy. And I just want to add, though, that it this one This is... one is like a little a growth on the on the <laughs> armpit of another uh, the, series the El- by Eloisa James. That, the fairy tale series. Yes. The ones that were like Cinderella and the Princess and the Pea. So its main character is Lucy Towerton. Towerton. And her main feature is she is unusually tall but don't let that fool you dear listener because she's still very curvaceous she hasn't become like a string beanpole creature but even though she is a curvaceous amazon of a woman she has like a huge complex about how tall she is she talks about it a lot like you're not going to yeah, forget well, it. She has a nickname based on the fact that her surname is Towerton. Of course she does because she's tall and Tower was cursed in her name by Eloisa James. Oh. Let's not pretend that was an accident of fate. It was, it was written by a writer who made a call. Anyway, <sighs> sorry. My spoiler-free recaps, I feel like, sometimes are delivered with too much tone. So Lucy's They need to be the, more neutral. Okay, Lucy is the daughter of an earl. No, you're not in charge. Well, then do it better. Hurry up. I'm trying. With less time. How come you can take them off me, but I can't take them off you? No, because I'm just more strong-willed. Biding your time like a novel that should have been a novella. Uh, Stretching it uh, out. <laughs> take that back. I am not a novel that should be a novella. Very, very tall. So, I am very tall. That's Miss true. Towerton. Mm, if only my surname yeah, was I'm linking it back. All right. So Lucy Towerton is very tall. Yes. And is at this point, at the opening of the book, is engaged to mm-hmm. Lord Cyrus something that starts with R. I want to say like Rothwell or Rotter, Rotten something... Rottenberg. But he's Mr. He's very much He is a Mr. Yes. And he is a Mr. because his mother, who was the daughter of a duke, fell in love with the family solicitor and ran off and married him against everyone's suggestions and wishes. Huge scandal. And they lived literally happily ever after. And his dad isn't just a solicitor. He is like a famous London solicitor who does criminal law. He's like, they write 
he's written about in the newspapers all the time. He is very, very famous. Mr. I'm just going to call him Cyrus because I Cyrus. do not remember what his surname is. Cyrus just wants to regain his position in society. So he has, and he doesn't want it for himself. He wants it for his sisters to be able to make a good marriage. And he wants it for his mum because he doesn't like that she doesn't get to like associate with her family. So he wants to reestablish. Snubs. Yes. He wants to reestablish. And that's all that matters to him. And he has like a bit of a plan going because he's very planned orientated That's kind of his version of being tall. But his surname isn't Mr. Cyrus Planington. (laughs) (laughs) And so he went to Eton and learned how to make massive amounts of money on the exchange. So he did that and that was all part of his plan. And now he's up to like 0.4 or 0.5 on his plan, which involves marrying a title. She's Lucy's not miss, dad, she's lady. Yeah, Lucy's dad is an earl, so she is of the earl's Obviously, he had like a bit of a checklist in terms of who was most likely to accept his suit, who was of the people most likely to accept his suit, who had the highest rank, of the people with the highest rank prepared to accept his suit, who was like the least abominable that he could propose to. Mm-hmm. He's Lucy also was the tall. He is, he is taller than Lucy. That's important. Almost the most important thing in the first three chapters. So she is engaged to him. But, <gasps> twist. Before the book opens, she has been left an a sizable fortune by her maternal grandfather or something like that, who didn't particularly like her father and as a result didn't leave the money anywhere he could kind of get to it or something like that. Anyway, she or an aunt, maybe a great aunt. It's usually a great, an eccentric great aunt. Yeah, it might be that. who is the person who and leaves I think, them with riches. And I think it was some explained as like something, she was just unmarried and she was like, ah, oh, Lucy, it'll help Lucy get married. So she dies, leaves all the money to Lucy. Whose family result, doesn't have a lot of money. No. So as a result, she no longer has to settle for a mere mister. She could now set her sights higher and her mother, who is very snobbish and, you know, completely keeping up with the Joneses, blah, 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 wants her to now set her sights on, like, a duke or someone like that. Yep. And the duke particularly that she wants her to marry is Cyrus's cousin. Rupert. Rupert, who inherited the title and stuff and is very... No, that's not Lucy's. That's the one who's going to marry Olivia, her friend. Is no, Rupert. no, sorry, that's Rupert. But who, uh, whoever the yeah, duke sorry. is, duke, the Duke of Pole is who that's it is. That's right. Basically, at the ball, Lucy decides she's going to go and seduce Cyrus, get herself compromised publicly so that her mother can't separate them. And Like, she doesn't love him or anything, but she has a huge crush on him. And he's kind of really cold and ignores her, but she's like, maybe he likes me deep down. Maybe he's just reserved. But she's like, either way, I'm not going to be able to marry someone who is that attractive and taller than me. If I like, you look around who's in London, there's no one better. I'm going to marry this guy. So she goes to try and compromise herself, but in the kind of doing of that, realizes that the way he's treated her in their engagement, they've been engaged for weeks, the way he's treated her is really trash. So she actually does break up with him. And it's kind of then a coming of a, not coming of age, but like blossoming as a person for her. And he realizes. Actually, she was great and I should have stuck around. So then it's kind of about him re-wooing her. 
Yes, he has to win her. He has to win. She's a bit of a wallflower because of her towering. Yes, because people can't possibly stand how tall she is. Freakishly tall for a woman. That gets brought up a lot. Freakishly tall for a woman. The end. (laughs) Amy, what did you think, and I'm very curious to know, of winning the wallflower? So I'm going to give my thoughts, and they're not going to be in any form of the same level of tone your thoughts have already been expressed in. I don't know. I think you're kind of toning right now. Thanks very I'm much. Toning your tone. I I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was A like either recommendation. of yeah. I, well, I don't think either of the characters, like Lucy and Cyrus, aren't the most interesting people I've ever spent even a novella with. Nah. <laughs> And her sort of motivations at the beginning, I didn't really like either of them too much at the beginning. Yeah. Because their motivations felt incredibly contrived. And very shallow, like as in not very well developed. Yes. Not very well explained, just kind of like, here it is, and that's the way it is. This is therefore him, therefore her. And then there. And her swap when she went to be like, I'm going to seduce him, and then had a complete. It was very sudden. I was like, Where did that come from? That's okay, cool. Yes, I didn't really buy her, like, I'm going to do this drastic thing and. And everyone else might. Yeah, that didn't feel like the character I'd met in the beginning chapters, but her actually like being like, I better, I can't bring myself to do this, I'll break it all off was a bit more. Consistent. So there were like some inconsistencies with character throughout it. And the other part of the same thing was that as soon as she was like, no, you know what? I am worth more than your pity marriage or whatever this is, marriage of convenience or whatever. I'm the best of a bad bunch Mm. kind of thing. I am worth more than that. I deserve better than that. March out of the room, which again, like you said, kind of came from nowhere. But good on you, Lucy, I guess. Literally, immediately, because it's a novella, so that's just the way it has to be. Immediately, but no, it doesn't, because we've read some that where they aren't jump like forward that. in time. I know, but literally, immediately, she walks out of the room, and other men, not fortune hunters, ones who have their own fortune, so therefore she's known for years, are like, Lucy. It's like I'm seeing you for the first time. Yes, you're and- so attractive, and I was like, I do get that. Attractiveness is like Relative. you know, and also it's like ninety percent attitude. Do you know what I mean? The most, the most stunning, like objectively stunning person in the world can be unattractive by the way they hold themselves, carry themselves, or you know what I mean. It's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of it is attitude. It's bravado or whatever. So now that she had that kind of self possession and attitude, people were like, "She's Ooh. because she's no longer sitting on the wallflower benches." They're like, "Oh, now I, now I'm gonna." Pay now I notice. To that. Now I notice how curvaceous and and luscious you are, and I'm like, mm. "Can I finish my review?" No one noticed that before. Then You're I'll all let, men. Then I'll <laughs> let you keep going. Carry on. <laughs> It's just that. So it's a novella. The, we could combine our reviews. We could. It's very true. But they combined so you have, character traits. You have these inconsistencies. Yes. And then the sort of journey towards love, lust, <laughs> whatever you're going to call it, between the two of them was Love-ish. just really sort of beige. I didn't buy it because he also had a. He also had a. Massive 180. <laughs> a massive 180. You, I wasn't going to euphemism. Did you think I was going to euphemism? <laughs> no. Just, Amy. It's like a unit. Okay, so, so hey, he also had. <laughs> he also had a very sudden 
and extreme 180 that I struggled to buy even more so than hers. It was such a massive change to his entire worldview and belief system that you have to wonder at the staying power of that particular change. Yeah, it was like within a couple of pages he was like, I can't not have more of you. To, I'll throw away all of my plans I've spent my whole life building towards. Yeah. Though he also then didn't do that. He just said he would, but, of course, was not actually required to because the patriarchy. 8.2 on his plan. Mm -hmm. Don't throw away plan. So, pretend to be prepared to maybe think about throwing away plan if it helps you achieve plan. <laughs> the thing with this book is I've actually read it three or four times. Good Lord, really? And I won't I read think, it again. Spoiler well, I, alert. <laughs> I think the reason is I keep hoping because I don't have a tangibly clear memory of it because they're it's, both I'm a bit all, I already... It's, it's foggy. Yeah, it's already foggy for so me. So I go into it hoping it will be better than it mm. is. Thinking, oh, yeah, I like a novella. I actually remember the beginning. I actually remember the beginning of it the strongest. Yeah, because she's sitting there with her friend. With her friend, and they seem that's before they start becoming so inconsistent that. Mm. It gets con- it gets a her bit cloudy. Is a clearly defined character who then walks off into her own novel. Yeah, she does, and full carries novel. that novel yeah. actually quite well. Yeah. Whereas Lucy, oh, I don't even know if Lucy really has a novella in her. <laughs> I don't think he did either. To yeah. be frank, no, um, I would have liked to have known the story of his dad and his mum. Me too. That, that would have been, been a good story. And she also has a friend of her brother's who is one of the ones who suddenly notices that she has, like, burbs and a bum. Oh, yes. I couldn't see past how tall you were, but he's also quite tall. Suddenly the tallness isn't such a big deal. Anyway, sorry. But I kind of wanted her to end up with him. (laughs) I liked him better, and she seemed to have a really fun time with him. Everything was so tumultuous with Cyrus. Maybe there's another, you know, novel that follows him. Well, maybe, but I kind of felt like... Lucy James is quite prolific. There could be. I felt like he and Lucy would be a good pair. He seemed very lively and she was kind of beige. So I was like, that could be a nice pair. That could have worked. Or maybe he could go find a more interesting novel to flounce around in. Yeah, that's true. I suppose that's a good point. At any rate, I also did not like the way it was resolved, which was also very like, oh, wait, a novella's only allowed to be 30,000 words. I only have 1,000 words to go. Quick, put them in the garden. Yes! I didn't like the ending. I was like, oh, okay, that's happened. And I don't, it's not memorable. No. Which is my, so whilst I reread it, I don't actually remember hardly, the characters aren't tangible. Like, I can't remember Cyrus's surname. I only remember her surname being Towerton because they make such a big deal about her tallness. And that's, usually I remember everyone's name. You do, actually. That's your superpower. I think that is saying something about the sort of character depth and how, interesting i found them that i don't have a lot of a memory of it having read it three times i still don't have a very big memory of it. and it's a novella it's not like it is even if you power through it it's not massive it's about an hour and 20 minutes to read i think yes it was slightly longer than the previous novella i had read Mm. but i remember being (laughs) anything's longer than that previous novella. it's true but i remember i was reading this on the e-reader and i got I was, I think they were like in the garden. I was like, surely this is just about done. Like, we're done. It's done. We have nothing else to say. Like, it's over. I'm so sick of the two of you. And I looked down at the thing and it said, like, 
two hours to go. And I was like, how possibly could I have that much time to go? Turned out Eloisa James had put like a pre, a, a, like a four chapter preview to another novel at the end of the ebook. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. I was so worried that it was. I was going to have to slog through hours more of this novella when it was already overstaying its welcome. <laughs> so, overstaying uh, your welcome in a novella, that's, that's pretty bad. That's a no recommend from Kimberly, it's and it's no. not really a recommend from me. This is definitely in the trash category. It's trash. Yeah. Even though Amy continues to reread it. I know, because I'm like, oh! That's a trick as a, as a writer. Like, that's a suggestion to authors. And if the you f- can the make f- it beige enough, Amy will just keep rereading yeah, it will. she doesn't remember. The first chapter is good. first chapter is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, la, la, la. And then... It's only, you know, an hour after that. So That's keep right. Going. So you're like, oh, I'll finish it. I'm, I'm like, here oh, now. Oh, it's this one. Okay, well, I better finish it. And then I'll remember not to read it again. And then I just get stuck in this vicious cycle vicious. of rereading this novel. Vicious cycle. Uh, okay. So please, like we've said for previous episodes about novellas, can you recommend us some more novellas for us to yes, read? Yes, please. So that Amy doesn't continue to reread. Reread Winning once the Wallflower. She didn't enjoy. And thank you very much, as ever, for spending some of your time with us. Woo! Join us again next week. We will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read. Maybe. Maybe. And until then, happy happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.